This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is why, this is why, pop culture, politics, friendship, dating, work, parenting, news. This is why, the podcast. Welcome to the This Is Why podcast. I'm journalist, author, and comedy writer, Laura Lane. And I'm author and editor, Angela Sparrow. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Every week, we give best friend advice on topics including pop culture, news, friendship, dating, workplace dynamics, parenting, and whatever else is on your mind. This week's episode is called Breaking Up During COVID. We will be answering your listener questions, including one listener whose husband cheated and another whose friend's ex is interested in her. Then we're talking about what's in the news. New York is declared an anarchist jurisdiction, and Chris Evans accidentally grammed his peen. But first, Angela, what's been going on in your week? So much going on in the world. Besides looking uh, at peens on Twitter. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, it finally happened. I walked in the background of one of Ian's work Zooms in my underwear. No. We need to find a vaccine immediately and get us both out of this house. Um, so wait, what were you – tell us – we need descriptors. What type sure. of undies? What was on you top? Know, I don't I, – well, luckily I was covered both top and bottom, but I, – and I don't remember what underwear I was wearing, but what I do remember is I was wearing the uh, – the I had just gone out of the shower, so I had the hair turban, so it was hair, a full Hair look. turban and then a t-shirt with like – No, and bra and underwear. No t-shirt, just bra and underwear. Yeah. Yeah, because – Ian always turns his camera off when he does these meetings. And I, in Beca- fact, always And he does tell that him, because one time he flashed his undies. Yeah, we have – we've had a lot of nip slips around here. Uh, so, yeah, he always turns his camera off and I always tell him how rude it is because he should show his face if other people are showing their faces. So, apparently, the other day he decided to take my advice without telling me. And I'm just like, do-do-do-do-do, walking through. And all of a sudden, he was like, ah! And I was like, ah! And I, like, ducked out of the camera. So oh it was only God. a second. It was a split second. Me and Chris Evans have a lot in common this week, you know? Yep. Um, so uh, then I just ran into our bedroom. and Has any of his work friends said anything? Coworkers? They claim – he was talking to a female coworker. Uh, I I guess that's better than if it had been a male coworker. He said that she was like, "Oh, I like didn't even see anything. I was looking down." Okay, well, I don't know. It's better that they they're claiming ignorance. Yes, I guess. But of course, I got like briefly irrationally mad at him, even though it really wasn't his fault. But right. I was just uh, feeling the hot flashes of embarrassment and uh, rage. It's always good to blame someone else when yeah. you're embarrassed. Yeah. Just deflect and blame somebody else. I think it's a great tactic because you <laughs> you didn't really do anything wrong. So you've got to blame somebody for your embarrassment and that somebody should never be yourself. Might as well be your boyfriend. It should always be Ian. Yeah. yeah. So that was my week. Very exciting. Uh, how's, how's your week going? Well, I had something embarrassing happen to me recently too. So it was my birthday a few weeks ago and my mother asked me before my birthday, what do I want for my birthday? I'm like, I'm so bad at this. I don't really want anything. I need of nothing. It's hard as an adult because I don't know. I just like, if I want something, I'll just buy it. (laughs) You know, like if I need a new tea kettle, I'll just replace my tea kettle. It feels 
weird. So, but what she does get me is like, she got me like a fruit subscription last year. And I love like food subscriptions. I feel like that's a vague enough, a vague enough, like instruction. She can pick whatever, like send me some snacks. My mom did not like this suggestion again. I maybe because I've been giving it for years and she goes, let me know if you think of anything else. Well, I didn't think of anything else. And, uh, and so then she keeps asking me, she goes, did you get my birthday present? Did you get my birthday present? I was like, no, I didn't get your birthday present. She's like, it's, that's so weird. It said that it arrived last week. I was like, I don't know. I like checked. I didn't get anything. Well, let me tell you what had happened, Angela. I had gotten a box of Bomba socks, which is slash maybe was, was, it was definitely was one of our podcast sponsors. They were. Yeah. I don't know if they still are. Podcast sponsors sometimes come and go. And I was like, oh, cool socks. Like this must be from like Bombas must be doing like an ad soon. And they sent me some new socks. Cool. But I have a lot of socks. So I wanted to. So sometimes I like to share the love. And so I was like, I'm going to mail these to my sister. Oh, no. And I'm going to be like a cool older sister. I'm going to like I'm going to mail her some socks. I wanted to like mail her something else. So I was like, Nick, throw this in the mail for my sister. She'll be really happy to get like a box of comfy, comfy, cool socks. So then my mom didn't tell me what she got me when she was asking, did you get my gift? So then today she goes, did you get my gift of Bomba's socks? (laughs) I had to tell her. I was like, oh, mom, they're actually a podcast sponsor, which this is actually great news, Angela, because it means my mom doesn't actually does not listen to the podcast, which I always (laughs) hoped she didn't. I go, mom, I'm so sorry. They were a podcast sponsor, so I actually like already had some socks. I I mailed my birthday present to Molly, my sister, and she's like, "Ha ha ha! Guess you didn't need socks." Oh no! <laughs> and I felt so bad, but I had to tell the truth in case I didn't know at that point if my sister had already told her. But I mailed my birthday present to my younger sister. I'm the biggest asshole. Your poor mom. And you know what? It she was trying. A, it was a really good idea. This is what she said. Which was have them. She goes, we really wanted to give a gift this year that gives back. And when you buy socks, they like they send socks to people in need. Yeah. And um, or I don't know if she said people in need, but they they do something good. What did she say? I don't know. What it what, what they, what, they what, do. What, I think it's it's like a buy a sock, give a sock. Sort it's of. been a long time right. since we did yeah. an ad from them. She said, what did she say? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what they do. But anyways, I am I the worst daughter ever? Um, I, <laughs> They donate a pair for every pair bought. That's what my mom said, which that sounds familiar from our. Which from is our exactly aunt. what you did. You donated. I don- someone bought you a pair and then you donated them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm such a jerk. Uh, I feel bad for your mom because I feel like you, you're not easy to shop for. No. And that actually like I think moms are like comfy socks how can you go wrong but like I just happened to have a lot of socks and I didn't need any more and so I was like I I always like to share the love of our podcast sponsors when I've already like tried out a product you know yeah and so I sent it to my sister and like my poor mom because she knows that I I love companies that give back and so she had that in mind too and I'm I'm an asshole 
Well, your mom should just start researching now for next year. I'm sure she can think of something that you don't already have. Exactly. All right. On that note, it's time to jump into our mailbox. But first, let's take a quick sponsor break. We would like to thank our sponsor, Her Body, Her Story. It is a new podcast from Flow. Knowledge can be really powerful and knowing that others have gone through experiences similar to yours can be life-changing. Angela, I think that's why a lot of people connect to our podcast too, is we like to share a lot of personal stories on our show. And then I will get emails from listeners that have gone through everything as difficult as a miscarriage to as silly as not being able to put a comforter cover on a comforter without struggling. And they'll send me videos saying, I found a YouTube uh, video where this is how you can put your comforter cover on a lot easier. And I just love it. I love connecting over big, small, deep, and silly things. And yeah. uh, so I don't know. I think this, this uh, if you like our podcast, maybe you will like this one too. Tell them about it. Okay. So uh, listen to real stories from women who intentionally changed their approach to health and came out on the other side to live a happier and more fulfilling life. In each episode of this podcast, licensed therapist and host Minna B talks with flow users about their health experiences and she demystifies taboos around cramps, heavy periods, mood swings, anxiety, sexual well-being, self-care, and more. She also gets tips from doctors and medical experts for living in harmony with your cycle, body, and mind to improve your well-being. A podcast created by Flow, the P- the popular period tracker health and well-being app. Yeah, so we always say we give best friend, big sister advice. So if you want to talk to a licensed therapist about these issues, this might be a good complimentary podcast if you're if you want to learn more about women's health. Uh, Get early access inside the app. It's spelled F-L-O or subscribe to the podcast, Her Body, Her Story or any other medium where you listen to your favorite podcast shows. All right, Angela, what's in the mailbox this week? Okay. um, So first up, we have a question from our listener, Ty, who lives in Dallas, Texas. Um, She actually kind of inspired this week's theme about cheating Uh, So this is what she wrote us. She said, my husband cheated. I kicked him out. He came back due to legal reasons until the divorce was final because the house was joint. We were married, blah, blah. So not fair. He kept seeing his side chick, trying to get with me, having to come back to do laundry because he couldn't find a place and lived out of hotels. Not my fault, B. But law said I couldn't keep him out. F this. I'm a nurse. I got off early one day to find him in bed with another woman. I was blindsided. Any advice? And how do you give advice this? I mean, I guess you can't, you just need to, I bet it's hard to get through a divorce too with COVID. Like the legal system is slowed down too. And yeah. then, you know, it's scary. He's staying in a hotel. Like that might not be safe. You don't want him to bring back a virus. I can't believe how rude he's being though. You would think that after he cheated, he would feel some remorse of somebody that you committed your life to and at least not flaunt it in her face. I'm very confused at how insanely rude this guy is. People who do things like this, though, are manipulative and lacking in, like, I think any kind of self-awareness. So it's not that surprising. Like, bad men will be bad and Sometimes there is no bottom. Yeah, like narcissists, but, they just think they can have whatever yeah. they want. Like I get, I get to come back to the house. I, I'm, not, I don't even feel bad that she doesn't want me there. Like 
he can't even find a friend to go stay with. It's very crazy and bizarre. Um, I like that she's like, I'm not, I'm not gonna be the one to move out. Like he's the one that did stuff. I mean, she should just, she's just gotta like, God, this is must be so tough. I can't even imagine what this is like. But I mean, I don't know what the law is in Dallas, Texas. I'm not a lawyer, but see if there's any anything you could do. I don't know. I don't restraining order. I don't think that can really no. work in this situation. So I think you've just got to try to like get a speedy ass divorce and try to keep I- to yourself and try to maybe this guy like doesn't seem like he has any sense of being fair but maybe I would just talk to him and try to appeal to his sympathy and say look I'm really hurting right now I'm sad even though you're fucking angry just pretend you know because people there's a chance he might feel bad if you pull the like hurt sad card even though he's a dick and you should be just mad 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 say I'm hurt I'm I'm sad when I see you it like it hurts and I you know obviously you know we're we're going on our own separate journeys, but is there a way we could kind of work out some kind of like schedule with the house, something reasonable? I would, I, I would try to pull that hope. card. I wouldn't have a ton of hope that he would respect a schedule like that, uh, unfortunately. But I do think it is in her best interest to try and like not to just like ice him out and not be around him because he does sound like a manipulative bad person and like if you are lonely from covid i just don't want you to like give in to anything so like if he no. is i don't if he's coming over to do his laundry and there's nothing you could do about that legally i would say like just try and leave like try and not be there when he's there like just try not to be in the same physical space as him uh and lawyer up obviously get like a great lawyer and make sure that he even is legally allowed to do these things because if he's not you can like I don't know, put locks on the door or something. But this is easier said than done because I don't think I would actually be able to do this. I would be like, fuck you, you fucking dick, blah, blah, blah. That's what I would really do. But if you have more self-control than I do, I would try to not add fuel to the fire by like yelling at him or getting mad at him because then he's just going to get mad at you and somehow in his psychotic head will feel like justified in all the fucked up things he's doing. And so then he'll feel justified in the cheating and justified in like, whatever, I get to come back to my house. Whereas if you somehow pull the like, I'm so sad and hurt and like sweet card, but like, you know, I just can't be around you and like, and like keep your space and just stay away, stay away, stay away. Then it'll just like, at least maybe not make things worse and maybe we'll he it'll speed up the divorce because he'll just maybe be more agreeable to it I don't know yeah I mean obviously we don't know your situation but I would say like I don't know like if things get too complicated with the house maybe it's worth it giving yourself a fresh start and letting I mean a house is a big undertaking by yourself there's a lot of fees involved but hopefully in the divorce either way he'll have to like either pay you out for your half of the house exactly so yeah, oh, yeah, you might just want to like start looking for an apartment now or, or either way. I, I think removing yourself from the situation is like the most important thing for your sanity and well-being. Totally. What else we got in the mailbox? Um, okay. So next up, we have a question from our listener, Stella. <laughs> Excuse me. Stella says, oh, her subject line is, should I stay away? So she writes, my friend and I have known each other since elementary school. She was in a relationship with a guy for 10 years. Their relationship was more friendship than lovers. They slept in separate rooms, no flirting, no physical touch, etc. 
the three of us would go out together or I would hang out one-on-one with either of them. He and I started getting close over the years. He's an amazing catch and I began to develop feelings for him but never acted on them. About a year and a half ago, he tried to kiss me while my friend was out of town. I shut that down and left immediately. I didn't mention it to my friend. I didn't want to cause any issues and stopped talking to him after that. He recently reached out to me and I am now finding out that they have been broken up for almost a year. I hadn't talked to him since the incident and my friend never mentioned it to me. They still live together and her new boyfriend is living with them too. Should I see if there was potential between us or stay away? So, oh, this is so complicated. Okay. First of all, I know that like part of the thing that maybe feels part of the aspect of the story that maybe feels like a justification and you going for it is the fact that you're saying that, oh, they were more of a friendship than like lovers for 10 years. But I would dismiss that because you can't judge other people's relationships, like the PDA that they show or what you know of their relationship and their intimacy is different than actually being in the relationship, no matter how much you hung out with them. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't judge that. The fact of the matter is, is that this is a close friend of yours who was in a relationship with somebody for 10 years, which is a long time. However, you judge that as more of a friendship than lovers and separate rooms and all that stuff. Like they were still committed like emotionally and 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 all of that. Um, it sounds like she has kind of a complicated situation right now. The fact that she's living with her ex of one year and her new boyfriend. Um, I mean if you want this friendship at all with her, you just are going to have, I mean, you're going to have the awkward conversation of talking to her before you go for it. In my opinion, it's unless you have like crazy strong feelings for this guy and you have no other prospects on the horizon, it seems way too messy of a situation for me to get involved in. And like, I would go the, like, there's more fish in the sea route. But if this, if you have some inkling that this is the secret love of your life and, you know, he, it was like, you know, this is like out of one of those early 2000 rom-coms where he was with your best friend, but like, they just weren't right for each other. And you're the secret love for, of his life. Then you need to talk to your friend and be ready for a fallout and a potential end to that friendship. Because I think any long-term exes are just off limits for friends. Like if any of my, like, if any of my friends tried to date one of my exes, I think most, I mean, I would just like not be cool with it, even though I'm like happily married. So, and this seems like, and I didn't date them for nearly 10 years. So (laughs) maybe I'm just a jerk, but that's my my take is like, unless you're convinced this is the love of your life, I would, I would stay away from this messy ass situation. So I agree with, with pretty much everything that you said, with the exception of the, with the exception that like, uh, the the ex-girlfriend clearly has a bit of an unconventional situation herself right now, like living with the ex and her new boyfriend. So what she's cool with and what she's not cool with might be different than your average person. So, I mean, there is potential that your friendship could survive this, but I agree that you would probably, if the friendship matters, you want to talk to her before pursuing it. But I mean, the likelihood of her being cool with it is a little higher since she's like clearly like, well, I've moved on, but we're still friendly enough to live together. Maybe know. that's a good point. I hadn't considered. But, but yeah, there could that's also a guess. Just, yeah, that's a even guess if she's cool sure. with it. Even if she's cool with it, though, 
there it's messy it sounds like a situation yeah it's messy there is definitely baggage there if you do start dating i would very much hope that he's not going to continue living with her for that much longer because sounds a bit unhealthy completely let us know what happens because i'll be following this soap drama <laughs> yes <laughs> if you want your listener questions answered, email us at contact at thisiswhythepodcast.com. Please be concise, a paragraph or less if you want it on the show. You can also find all of our contact info on our website at thisiswhythepodcast.com. Next up, we're diving into this week's topic about breaking up during COVID. But first, let's thank our sponsors. We would like to thank our sponsor, Coors Light. Life today is kind of a lot. It forces us to always be on but every now and then, it's important to just stop, crack open a mountain, cold Coors Light, and chill. So when you choose to turn off, choose the one beer that's made to chill. Coors Light, mountain cold refreshment, made to chill. Now, when they say it's made to chill, Angela like likes to explain that it's like a play on words because it's chill, like you're you're chilling you're out chilling. Like, with friends, right? Right. You're relaxed. You're chill. But also, it is literal. It is made to chill. Because of their to be- cool can. That's right. So Coors Light, guys, is brewed with a three-step cold process, cold lager, cold filtered, and cold packaged. So it's actually made to chill. The mountains on Coors Light's cold activated bottles and cans turn blue when chilled to perfection. Am I like a child that I think this is so fun? Well, you know, we grew up on like light up sneakers and I don't know. We like our stuff interactive. I mean, you would think that my hands would be able to tell when a beer is cold enough, but I don't know. The world's crazy. I pretty much second guess everything. I don't trust myself anymore about pretty much any decision making other than other than who I'm going to vote for, but uh, that's neither <laughs> here nor there. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I don't trust. Whether something's like hot or cold necessarily, I guess. That's right. We we need science. We need the science of those beer cans to tell us when, not just cold, but chill to perfection. Yes. When those mountains are blue. I mean, I guess when I think about it, like there are a lot of times where I like take something out of the fridge. I'm like, is this still good? Is this cold enough? Do you think it was in here too long? Like, I guess when it comes to like food, I, I really don't know what I'm doing. So I, I I wish all of my food and drinks came like color like with color changing things to tell me if they're cold enough or hot enough or maybe maybe expired. That's the yeah, Coors Light is just ahead of the curve. Wouldn't that be great? I hope that's the truth. Uh, I would have a lot more to look forward to with my food uh, and drinks. Anyways, that is why Coors Light is the one that we choose when we need a moment to chill. So when you want to reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. You can have Coors Light delivered by going to get.coorslight.com and find local delivery options near you. That's very cool. I got to include this from legal. Celebrate responsibly. Come on, guys. Uh, Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. We would like to thank our sponsor, Trivia Star. If I were to ask you, Angela Spera, to name a member yes. of the Beatles or New Kids on the Block, could you answer it in under 15 seconds? Just one member? I mean, yeah. yeah. Surely the Beatles at Ringo. Least. Ringo Starr. Done. Of course you choose Ringo and not like an obvious one like John Lennon Ringo, or Paul McCartney. My favorite Beatle. Fun fact. Ringo. He, he was just kind of silly. This does not surprise me when it comes to you. <laughs> 
Well, if you at home also answered yes, like Angela, you need to play Trivia Star. It's a free mobile quiz game that's entertaining and challenging. And clearly Angela would be killing the game. Um, I'm a huge trivia fan. Trivia pretty much got me through the pandemic because it lends itself very well to uh, Zoom. So I have trivia nights over Zoom. So now I can just play trivia. I don't need other people. This is great. I can just play with uh, Trivia Star. So tell us more about Trivia Star. Okay. So Trivia Star, you can choose categories like music, sports, movies, TV, animals, celebrities. There are over 60 categories to choose from. So there's always more to more trivia to explore. Um, If you choose the correct answer from multiple choices and beat the clock, you move on to the next level. The questions get harder over time, but if you get stuck, don't worry. You can use coins and gems to get a hint and beat the level. Um, They don't do that on Jeopardy, do they? Uh, And Trivia Star has 2,000 five-star reviews in the Apple Store, so you can join them today and see if you're smart enough to win. This sounds like a lot of fun. And right now, Trivia Star is offering you 2,500 coins and 500 gems. I don't know what that means, but cl- but it sounds like something great. When you download and play, all you got to do is go to Apple or Google Store and search for Trivia Star. Again, search Trivia Star and enjoy 2,500 coins, 500 gems. Angela, I have a feeling you're going to be doing this right when we get off the... the I'm going to have so many gems. Right when we finish the podcast, you're going to be playing. Uh, download Trivia Star for free today. This week's topic is breaking up during COVID. So breakups are always hard. They always suck, but they are especially tricky in 2020. Um, there's lots of stranger danger. So people are afraid to be single and have to start dating again. Plus, people are just afraid of if we go into like extreme lockdown again, being alone and being lonely. So That motivation can cloud your judgment. If you're in a shitty relationship and you're thinking about ending it, you might stay in it for the wrong reasons. Um, So obviously, that is not good. Don't get stuck with the wrong person just because you're afraid of being alone. That's always true. That's something that I think people, a lot of people struggle with always, but especially right now. Um, In my personal life, I have seen being isolated result in lots of extremes. Uh, I know people that have unexpectedly gotten engaged that nobody, like after a very short period of time and people who have had relationships end very quickly. Look at Kelly Clarkson. She blamed quarantine for her divorce. Oh my God. I didn't Uh, even know about this. Yes. Does she still have her talk show? Um, I don't know because the only time I saw it was in my office, which doesn't exist anymore. (laughs) It was just playing in the kitchen. Wait, what happened? It was like designed for What happened with Kelly Clarkson? You, I, um, I can't believe I'm asking that, considering that I used to be a People magazine and gossip reporter. But I think I, I've, I've gone on like, like a dra- like I just don't pay attention as much. And then I hear I mean, something like that that's shocking. Probably, and I want to know everything. I know I want to know. For you, are you kidding? I want to know everything. But uh, from what I understand, from what Kelly has said, it's basically, yeah, I think that they were already maybe having some problems and then being trapped in a house together uh, for a long period of time made those problems even worse. And they were like, okay, we can't do this. I, I, feel I like can't wait to see the music that comes out of this, though. 
I know. She writes a mean breakup song, so I think it'll be great. But yeah, I think she's like, going to slash his tires. Isn't that one of her songs? That was Carrie Underwood. Different oh. American Idol. But okay. she was she was behind these hazel eyes. She was like less angry and more sultry, sad, uh, which, you know, there's room for both in my playlist. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like COVID has been a real test also, of relationships. If you live together and you're breaking up, that complicates everything because perhaps it's just hard to go look for apartments right now. Perhaps you would have gone and like crashed on a friend's couch, but maybe friends aren't comfortable with that right now. And it wouldn't have been such a big deal. You would have been like, I'm fighting with Eric. Like I'm coming over. I'm like, oh my God, come over. But depending on your comfort level with your friends and your comfort level with with yeah traveling like any of that it just complicates things a lot so there are some tips oh go ahead well I was just gonna say in terms of yeah like moving out that whole complication my advice would be um like I get like especially again we're talking about like if we lock down again and you're in like extreme isolation like I don't think you should be alone but I also don't recommend going anywhere where you can't just like feel at home like going and staying with a friend you're always going to be kind of a house guest I mean it depends on the relationship but with like most friendships like you're going to want to like there's going to be an expectation to like kind of clean up after yourself and and like I love how you always you always have a problem with the cleaning like Angela this is like a pattern like she's like I just hate cleaning up after myself but especially if I'm going through like a frankly depressive episode like I need like 48 hours to be disgusting unjudged and uh unviewed by the world well just know the type of person that you are exactly and like for me if I'm going through that I I personally would be more comfortable doing that in front of family than necessarily going and staying with friends but it yeah it but you might not feel safe dynamic yeah you might have to like if you break up and then you go like well shit I got a quarantine for two weeks before I go see my like older parents it's like a whole thing right so maybe just go with the girlfriend and cry and like watch some watch some like sad breakup rom-coms and order in it depends 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 on who you are depends Depends on if you're going to clean up after you're going to clean up that ice cream (laughs) that you drop on their third table all right but also I think there's value to cry like you can cry with a friend but then there's also like crying alone is like a different kind of cry and you need both yeah so make sure you're getting that solo cry time in as well ask yourself what you need uh there's some tips from psychology today first ask yourself if it's you're asking yourself a lot of questions in this but uh, ask yourself if it's your relationship or if it's just 2020 making you feel bad I don't know about you but my feelings and like my relationship have kind of like evolved over quarantine at the very beginning. We were like, we are in this together. Like I've never felt closer. We got each other's back. And then like lately we've just been getting on each other's nerves like crazy. But I also know it's just like kind of 2020 making me feel bad. And I'm just, I've kind of entered from like, a, oh, like we're handling this like quarantine stuff, like so great. And like now I'm like losing my shit and I'm in like oh, yeah. kind of like a, like a constant state of like, crazy anxiety mixed with low-grade depression and I'm just trying to work through it little by little I've you know I signed up for acupuncture again which I was like you know what I'm not gonna take those risks and I was just realizing you know what I gotta take the risk of going in and getting like I was doing my I talked a lot about doing like my virtual acupuncture I don't know this might relate to our breakup I'm kind of going on a tangent but but you know self-care is needed during a breakup and before this I was doing like my virtual acupuncture and I just and that was really nice and we were doing like breathing exercises and I just like reached a state 
of like low grade low grade depression and anxiety where I was like you know what I need to go in for like the deep treatment (laughs) acupuncture this virtual shit's not cutting it anymore and so I'm going every Monday to an acupuncturist I I have the first appointment of the day though so that makes me feel like a little better that I'm not coming in like right after a client and you know I'm taking like a maybe like a minor risk getting like a self-care treatment but you got to do a little self-care and this that's true if if you're going through a breakup you're probably really sad so do some yoga get out do some walks outside like for me acupuncture helps when I'm like depressed or have anxiety and like I don't know sometimes people think that's bullshit some people like really get the benefits of something like acupuncture so just listen and know yourself um and yeah just like just really really listen to what you need um yeah and it's like you said every relationship is going to go through bumps during all of this so um yeah if I think the the way to tell the difference between if it's just a 2020 bump and an actual problem with your relationship, um, according to Psychology Today, they say if you tend to be irritable or frustrated generally, it could just be a matter of displacing your negative emotions onto your partner. But if isolating has led you to discover true incompatibilities between the two of you, stuff like if you're following the isolation rules but your partner is going out with friends and you express your uh, your reservations and they uh, aren't receptive to that, then you may have discovered some very deep differences in your value systems. And then that's where a breakup is perhaps advisable. And, um, and, you know, we have like, we all, Angela and I always have like our general breakup tips that we say to follow, like, don't be friends right away. Try not yes. to stock on social, which is really hard because I mean, I think it's just good to turn off your phone for a bit anyways and unwind try to take your mind off of things, which is difficult. You don't have to send every email text you write, but sometimes just writing it can help look into like adopting a dog if that's your thing. But I I would really find it's like, it's hard right now. Honestly, the, the hardest part is probably you're scared of being alone and it's the logistics of if you're living together of breaking up during COVID is so much more complicated right now. So if you do make the decision that this is COVID just like heightened something that was inevitable, just take a couple deep breaths, take some time, talk to a friend, have them help you out with the logistics and then find a balance between figuring out those logistics. You have to figure out if it's like a move out situation. And then also the self care that I talked about, which is hard right now because we can't, there's no yoga class. Like you can't do all the things you probably did before, but there are some things that you could do. So just, just try to find a find a good balance. I don't know. Any last tips, Angela? Well, yeah, just along those lines, like I think, uh, have a plan like going, like when you, when you, you know, you don't know when you're going to have that breakup conversation. I feel like they always just kind of come up when you least expect them to, when you're having problems. But while you're mulling it over, like have a plan in place for once you start taking those actions towards breaking up. If a breakup happens, like know what you would do, like know in advance, like, okay, maybe I would put all my stuff in storage and, and let him stay here. And I'm going to go somewhere or whatever it is, work out a plan and then it'll be less scary. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we hope that's helpful and we hope you you hang in there because it will, it will get better. Now it's time for what we've been reading. We're going to be talking about what's in the news. 
I just realized that we're doing our trumpet noise now for the news section, which is funny because we used to do it for our like topic of the week. But whatever. A trumpet's fun in any podcast structure. But that just dawned on me that it's still in the same. It's still like before the last segment. But it's like just an intro to a different segment. But whatever. News can yeah. be exciting. So it deserves a trumpet. What have you been reading? It's our grand finale. Although, yes, sometimes the news that we read is a little depressing. Um the news that I've been reading about is how the Justice Department has deemed New York City, Portland, and Seattle as anarchist jurisdictions. Now, if you live in one of those places, like we live in New York City, and you're like, hmm, it doesn't really seem like anarchy here. I went to brunch the other day. Uh, that's because uh, that's because the, the world makes political. no sense. Yeah. So here's here's a little background on that. So the Department of Justice. Um, couple weeks ago, they released a list of cities that it has deemed, quote, anarchist jurisdictions under President Trump's instructions earlier this month to review federal funding to state and local governments where violence or vandalism has taken place during protests. So uh, this is just an excuse to cut funding in places like New York City. So obviously, mayors and governors are pushing back. Um, Governor Cuomo said it's an, an, another attempt to kill New York City um, and that uh, if, Trump, if Trump comes to New York City, he better have an army if he thinks he's going to walk down the streets of New York, which, you know, bad news for Cuomo. Sometimes Trump does send armies into cities. Um, so I think that all the discourse on Twitter today, the news came out today, has been really funny because everybody's just taking photos of like their quiet neighborhoods. Yeah, we say today this is going to this podcast is coming out like a couple weeks later, yeah. but whatever. I don't think things will evolve in, or devolve into anarchy in the next two weeks. Yeah, um, anarchy, this- if you just want to know the, the definition, it's a state of disorder due to absence or non-recognition of authority. Doesn't really feel like that here. Yeah, I mean, obviously. Like you're allowed not- to like challenge authority without being an anarchist right and like we had our protest like there there were protests you're allowed to um, protest there was property damage but uh it was i mean like i don't know it was all under control like i don't know it's like like things have resumed normal which actually is kind of a bad thing in certain ways because i think that people people were so overwhelmed by uh, between covid and and um, protests and everything. I think people were really anxious to sort of get back to something that felt normal. And uh, I think we have to obviously, as we've talked about in the podcast before, uh, stay stay engaged even when it's not – even when there isn't a police car burning outside. Um, stay but, engaged and make sure you vote. Yeah, exactly. Which, which actually weirdly brings me to my story, Angela. Ooh, okay. Go on. Very different. So – the hopefully this will still be on the internet. You'll be able to search it if you somehow missed this news story by the time this podcast comes up. But Chris Evans accidentally leaked a nude photo. You know, things happen. So the this is from the LA Times, but a lot of different places reported it. So Chris Evans, he was what was he Miss Mr. Captain America? Mr. Captain America. Mr. Captain America. The actor recently caused a stir online after sharing a now-deleted clip of himself playing the game Heads Up. At the end of it, he inadvertently shared a peekaboo glimpse of his phone's camera roll, which, which you know, it's always fun to see what pictures people have saved in their camera roll. And this one included an image of a penis. It's unclear whether it's his. He has not, 
He has not specified, but another one was like a meme that was just like his face that said, guard that pussy, which Angela's yeah. theory is that like, he just found it on the internet or someone sent it to him and he thought it was funny. And he's like, oh, that's hilarious that someone I mean, put yeah, that on if, my face. If somebody did that to my face, I would probably screenshot it and send it to my friends. Totally. So people screenshotted his camera roll and the, and the peen and then in an effort to like reclaim the hashtag Chris Evans hashtag, his fans started posting all of like the wholesome and philanthropic posts that he does and him with puppies and all this stuff. So it might be like a little harder to find these pictures now. Uh, but but this is what brings me all back to voting is for his part, he remained very quiet on the topic and then broke his silence a few days later on Twitter with, now that I have your attention, dot, 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 vote November 3rd. So I like that he was able to turn like this like penis picture into until everybody should vote. So that's fun. I'll be honest. I was struggling to figure out how you were going to connect the two stories. And that perfect, perfectly done. I always, I always know how to bookend a good story. Uh, <laughs> guys, that's it for this week's podcast. Check out our book. This is why you're single and my new book, Cinderella and the glass ceiling and other feminist fairy tales. They will both make you laugh and provide some escapism. This is why you're single might be perfect. If you're going through a breakup right now, it'll make you laugh, which is what we all need. Both books are available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and try to get them from your local indie bookstores. We encourage that. Yeah, and get yourself a little gift. Get hooked up with discounts from all of our sponsors. For full list of sponsors and the codes, you can check out our podcast page on thisiswhythepodcast.com. We are also on social, so you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at thisiswhypodcast. Please like and subscribe on iTunes. And thank you for listening. Tune in next week for a whole new show. Bye. Bye. This is why, this is why, pop culture, politics, friendship, dating, work, parenting, news. This is why, the podcast. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>